With the ticker code, North Coders listed on AIM in July 2021. It's making coding accessible to all. Well, I'm joined by the founder and chief executive, Chris Hill, and chief financial officer, Charlotte Pryor. So, Chris, North Coders, it's all in the name. Is this a geographical reference to we can code up north? Uh, yes, it absolutely is. So, North Coders uh, was founded around six years ago. Uh, we started uh, life as a coding bootcamp uh, and we were became widely known as the coding bootcamp for the north. Um, we now do so much more on uh, the same mission. Uh, we are closing the skills gap for businesses while creating life-changing opportunities for individuals and teaching many, many people from very different backgrounds to learn to code. Here in the north, we've expanded a, a fair bit further than our original base in Manchester. Uh, we now have um, uh, locations in Leeds uh, and Newcastle and we're underway with uh, three or four more uh, at present. So Chris you talked about a, a skills shortage there so what age group are you targeting your company at then? Who's the customer? So we have uh... So uh, again, when I say uh, we, we now do uh, so it's once on, on, on the same mission. Initially, we were mostly uh, focused on career changes. So it's people who are maybe sort of late 20s, early 30s that had been doing whatever they'd done, maybe what they qualified to at university. Or like many people gone to university or not gone to university and gone into something and think, do you know what, I just want to do something different. Uh, and we certainly proved um, that, that it was never too late because the oldest person we've had uh, through our boot camp to change career and get a job as a software developer uh, is actually just over 60. Uh, so it really is for all age groups, but was um, mainly the median age for us would be sort of around 30 and career changes. But now we also have an apprenticeship company, uh, which uh, North Coders TechEd. So we do software development apprenticeships, which are generally targeted uh, at, a, at a younger audience as well. So before I bring Charlotte in, just how is your company sitting within the government's levelling up agenda? Well, I would think that Rishi would say we're doing a pretty good job uh, of helping with the levelling up agenda. We do have government funding from the Department of Education for people to change careers and learn to code. Actually creates some real, um, reduces lots of barriers because there's ways of people becoming a software developer where they might still need to claim something like universal credit. So that's something that I can certainly say the government have been um, investing heavily in into levelling up. But yeah, we are um, taking people from the sort of, you know, what people might say are, are, are the uh, jobs of yesterday, but training them ready for the for the jobs of tomorrow and focused on you know the places that the leveling up agenda um uh, is aimed to help so charlotte i'm wondering if that's music to your ears since you're in charge of finance the fact that um you've got some government grants however are these the type of grants that are loans that you have to repay um it is music to my ears yes um it not just the fact that obviously the government are helping us, but they are making this um, our course much more accessible to people from all walks of life and um, someone that might not have been able to afford our course that might not have wanted to take a student loan can now do the course fully funded um, under a scholarship from the DfE um, and no we don't have to ever pay that back we, we get funded um, based on a course price for each individual that passes through. And I suppose it takes financial pressure off you as well, because you, you did come to market last July and the money raised at IPO, the money raised was with the intention of servicing the expansion of hubs across the UK. Has that, is that how the money's been apportioned? Yes, definitely. So we are obviously moving into new regions. We're opening hubs in other cities. Birmingham is next on the list and 
we are looking to do a hub in Grimsby, um, which is a new one for us. Um, we, yes, the money is going there. It's, it's helping us um, really expand geographically. We had a lot of that money planned for marketing. The, having these scholarship places in these new regions really helps with that marketing and we can really create some real life situations in them regions. There's no kind of better way to market your product than with real stories. Um, but also we took investment as well to be able to kind of fund the access, that, that accessibility for people. So we took investment to enable us to be able to offer more people a student finance option. With these scholarships now, we're not having to do that nowhere near as much. So we can repurpose the money into really focusing on that growth of the business. So Chris, I'm a bit worried. I hope that this is not exacerbating a north-south divide because here I am in Hertfordshire. I'd like to learn to code. Will you be coming to Hertfordshire anytime soon or are you already here? So we, uh, we, well, we, we do operate um, uh, an online model. So we do have learners uh, in London. Uh, we don't, don't have any department for education funding for any regions further south than, than Birmingham. But however, we do have multiple streams as Charlotte was just talking about. We do have uh, like an income sharing agreement product whereby we can almost invest in uh, the future potential someone who wants to learn to code. And rather than paying up front, uh, they may not have the money or they may just not want to take the risk. Uh, we share that risk with them. And when they go into work, they pay a we pay a proportion of their salary to, to North Code. It's a model that's quite well tried and tested uh, over in the States that's just begun to start being a thing in the UK. So anyone, anywhere, um, almost uh, further afield in the UK as well. We have our people in uh, all the way from Hong Kong. Uh, so I think Harvest should, should certainly be be possible. We do have uh, our apprenticeship company, our education company, North Code Tech Ed, does span uh, England, uh, all of England. That's due to the, the contract that we have with the Education Skills Funding Agency. It doesn't cover Scotland and Wales. Uh, so we do have clients uh, and, and learners in London through, uh, through that revenue stream. And we also have our corporate solutions division, which is um, software engineering services or um, placing teams into businesses, uh, teams of a mix of junior uh, people well mentored by uh, mid-level developers. So it really takes away the strain from uh, very, very, very busy tech teams um, in having having a pool of junior developers. Uh, so, so we also solve that problem for, for our clients as well on a, on a commercial basis. Um, and again, that's certainly uh, national. But yeah, there might be a, a London hub at some point, but we're kind of concentrating on um, on rolling out from from where we are at the moment, we've got uh, Sheffield, uh, Liverpool, uh, and Hull, and Nottingham also uh, on on our roadmap. But we're just not ready to sort of think of exactly when when those might be um, just yet. So, I'm a I'm a technophobe. So, for people who hear the word coding and just want to go down a rabbit hole and hide, what is it that we actually learn to do? Is it the, the, the back end of an, an internet site? Talk to us about what would we learn? What do we need to know? Uh, there is a kind of a premise that people think, you know, coding is really like almost scientific and it's all about like, you've got to be super good at maths to be able to be a coder or you've got to be like the Excel whiz of, you know, uh, of your company to do as a country coder. Uh, that is certainly not true. We've actually retrained someone who was a busker uh, to learn to code, and she is now learning, earning um, well above the national average uh, salary. So it does truly show, you know, not everyone can be a coder, but a coder can come from from anywhere. We have um, there's plenty of free to 
access resources to beginning to learn to code to see if you kind of it's all about problem solving see if you kind of get that buzz about it and you like challenging yourselves and you're probably thinking this could be something for you we do make sure that everyone that joins our course do they do pass ultimately uh, almost an exam and challenge we call it to be able to get a seat on the course that's because we want to make sure that the people that you know we're investing and that are investing themselves are going to come out with one of those fantastic results uh, and positive outcomes that has really built our business to the uh, place that we are now over the years uh, we're also currently building our own internal content platform for absolute beginners to uh, to learn to code and that will be released in small chunks um, over this year so that's something else that the um, IPO investment is uh, being utilized for uh, and that's super exciting for, for for the company and our customers it's super exciting for me as well little bite-sized chunks being rolled out at a pace that suits me um so we're talking about simplicity but of course charlotte last year last july ipo at a time when we all thought right this is it we had a sense of euphoria the lockdown has been lifted of course we didn't know about the new variants that were going to come at the end of the year but in what respects has covid proved to be a challenge in terms of cash and investor support and and the, the challenges that you couldn't have foreseen yeah so at the beginning of the pandemic um we was a fully functioning coding boot camp that had um a presence in manchester a huge campus and a presence in leeds and we didn't have an online offering and uh, we was purely coming to the, the campus and learn to code so when the pandemic happened and when everyone was forced to work from home that was a big shock for us and obviously that that caused us to drop revenue um, and it, it, it we made a loss that year um we kind of we, we, we took a step back um we didn't want to rush we we kind of said right okay our business is very outcome based people know what they're getting when they come onto our course and also people in the industry our hiring partners know what they're getting from a North Coders graduate. So we didn't want to just rush everyone straight onto an online course. We didn't want to just throw everyone on Zoom and teach people. We took a step back. We, we looked as a company and said, how can we really make this work online? Um, and then as a result, we, we've, we've, we've got amazing, amazing software developers within our team. All of our tutors are software developers. Um, so everyone put their heads together. They made this amazing online platform that we're now where we are today and we have we have a fully hybrid model so we'll never go back to that that classroom full classroom teaching and uh, it's made the business much more expandable we will operationally gear much easier through um this this online platform the fact that we can teach more people at once and um, so if anything yes it was it was a shock at first it, financially we took a hit because we wanted to make sure that we we was the best that we could be. Um, and then we went into 2021 with a much better product. And we are, we, we, it's proof of that now, that it's really working out well for us. Um, and in future years, we, we will see them them good profits and revenues. I think I think further to that, uh, just to add as well, uh, some people will say to us, uh, okay, why are you in these hubs, North Cody? You know, what's all that about? What's this, what's this, um, you know, this hub in the middle of Newcastle for? Just do it all online. It's so much more efficient and easy. That's all well and good, but we genuinely want to be, you know, part of like the beating heart of communities and get involved with people uh, and be very, very reasonable in our approach. So we have this completely scalable online model. However, the way a hub operates, it's not, it's not um, like a, 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 
traditional bricks and mortar classroom that is required for the delivery of education that is all online the hub is there to take the best parts of what we had before the building of communities uh, the one-on-ones the in, you know the in-person meetings with your careers coach this is a super important part of your life uh, when you're you're trying to you know re- reinvent yourself so that human contact is important but we still have the scalability that sits behind the online model we can have someone sat in the hub in newcastle uh, we could have a, a learner online in hertfordshire uh, who and the tutor can be uh, in Manchester and they all collaborate through the platform. They can work together and, and, and solve problems. And that's all what Norco is all about. It's about getting stuck, solving problems and moving on. And we can deliver that in a very scalable way. The hubs really are just part of almost our branding, getting the word out there and just um, being a little bit more than just always taking the, oh, everything's online because that's now super scalable. We don't all want to be in our houses and never leave them um, forever. That's true. Well, scalability and agility, all credit to you for for being able to reconstruct when COVID hit. But Charlotte, you you talked about hiring partners there. So hiring partners, many more of those in the pipeline. And who are they? Yeah, so we have hiring partners from all different shapes and sizes within the companies. Uh, We actually have, uh, we place someone within an egg farm. Um, so some obviously the egg farm wanted to maybe develop software or have someone um, a software developer within that, that business and then we have the big um, the, the huge tech companies the big consultancies we have banks um, so really businesses from all different walks of life and all different industries and sectors um, and we have over 300 hiring partners um, we have constantly we have so many jobs on our board and I think that kind of it's increased um with the pandemic and I think that goes back to kind of software development and these tech jobs really being jobs of tomorrow and being the the things that companies need technically enabled teams now more than ever Um, and the digital skills gap is still so large and that that is our mission to, to contribute to closing that digital skills gap so we've constantly got jobs on our jobs board and for any companies that kind of want a software developer, they can come to us and they can do hiring partner presentations, they can join our jobs board um, for no cost at all. So scalability, agility and loyalty. Chris, I've been looking at um, your share price and it's bucking the trend because the junior markets were ravaged towards the end of last year and unfortunately it's continued into the beginning of this year as well but your share price is doing very well indeed so loyal shareholders and it looks as though you've onboarded a couple more in fact more than a couple more since your IPO last July. Uh, yeah, indeed, we have we have got some of our shareholders who came in on the IPO that were with us uh, in terms of support uh, all the way through um, last year. Some of some of our biggest some of our biggest shareholders, which was fantastic. And then obviously over, we've had some smaller uh, investors come in, some individuals. We've had some people who have held on to their stock. We've also been able to see some people who have, uh, depending on what your sites are for how long you generally trade, we've seen people be able to make, uh, you know, healthy returns on those stocks uh, and bring in new shareholders uh, while doing so, which is ultimately what it's all about. So yeah, we couldn't be happier really with uh, where we are 
in terms of our share price. And it just go, you know, there's such a huge demand for for North Dakota services. You read, uh, it, there was recently someone sent me an article in in the Financial Times around, you know, it was over 25 percent of uh, this was a European based report on companies who have blockers to growth due to technical skills. Yeah, so that's a huge uh, amount of companies and creates a huge amount of opportunities. And ultimately, you know, what North Coast is doing right now. Uh, it, it's just a very, very, very small slice of that, but we intend to to grow into uh, fulfil as much of that market as we as we possibly can. So it's great to see people see the um, the future potential um, of their investment in North Coders uh, as we grow as a business. So finally, Chris, what ultimately do you want to happen this year? So North Coders uh, is investing in. Uh, two main two two or three main things really which is um our product roadmap so we are looking at the when we talk about the sort of uh the horizontal scalabilities and we are we do software development um training boot camps apprenticeships services uh we are looking into um cyber we are looking at data uh we are looking at, at devops and other um elements of technical technical skills that these companies all require that you know the, 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 the huge skills gap as well uh, in these areas then we're also looking at like the vertical scalability uh training specifically whereby we're looking at you know how do we continue that learning journey you know we, we hear about lifelong learning so once someone has changed their career uh, how do they continue to upskill uh with north coders and, and keep on that real real trajectory that they've started but then also like we do with our education company north coders tech ed how do we begin to you know to, to to go the other way reaching people who are not quite at the level to do a boot camp or to do a level four qualification you know we're looking into ways that we, ways that we can do that things like our uh, online coding platform will be the very beginning of that journey but there is also you know great opportunity to support many people uh, there as well then of course yeah there's the regional hubs so we have the roadmap for the hubs which is um going faster than we than we anticipated obviously having the um funding from the department for education for people in further regions has really helped us to uh, to do that quickly newcastle is up and running and actually was having a conversation this morning around how many people are using that creating a real buzz uh in 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 the the hub that we have open in newcastle uh, and that was obviously something that wants to have happened um quite as quickly but we are we, we are accelerating that journey and then we are also investing heavily in our in our corporate um solutions division uh where we are picking up some very good big contracts with with, with some uh huge companies uh to give consultancy and ultimately teams as a service uh to those to those businesses as well as compete as well as continuing to complete um software engineering uh projects for for clients as well so that's uh that's the main areas that we're focusing on Chris and Charlotte, I'm loving your energy. So Chris Hill, founder, chief executive of North Coders and chief financial officer, Charlotte Pryor. Thank you very much indeed for joining us today. Thank you. Yep.